Welcome to another episode of the Bigger Pole Collective with Caveman and Seppo. Today we'll be previewing week 16 of the NFL season. We're here to show you all the best bets to make and the stats and numbers to back these up. As always, we're sponsored by Black Swan Bets. Get on to BlackSwanBets.com for all your tipping needs across a variety of sports. Black Swan Bets Smart Stake takes all the hassle out of betting, giving an algorithmic approach for you to expand your wallet. And make sure to jump onto our Facebook page to get all of our updates straight away, including our great free picks. Our next game up here, we have the Dolphins at the Raiders. This is going to be a, another Saturday night primetime match. You've got Miami minus three, a total of 48. I have a few leans in this game, but there is a good chance I will be fading it. I like the over a whole lot. I'm getting close to loving it. Got to look into a few more things, especially how the Dolphins are going to play on offense. The Raiders' defense is just so bad, and their pass rush is just so terrible that I think any game they're in, there's going to be 60% plus chance that it's going to go over. That's going to be a 50-point game. And you're telling me I get another two to somewhere two and a half extra points on that 50? I'm down with that. Uh, Dolphins have been playing better. Their defense on the outside is lights out, but the Raiders play a little differently on offense than most teams. They have a decent amount of weapons. Jacobs on the ground has been very inconsistent and hurt and banged up. Offensive line, eh. So, staying away from the spread, but really liking this over. Yeah, I'm actually leaning the other way. I'm thinking I might be having a slight lean to the under in this game. I can't get a great read on it, but that Dolphins defense is absolutely legit. Definitely top five unit in the league. They haven't been great against the run, but they've been brilliant in every other part of the game. Xavier Howard is definitely actually in the conversation for defensive player of the year. I think Xavier Howard should be up there with TJ Watt and Aaron Donald uh, between those three for DPOY. I've got a slight lean to Miami minus the points as well, simply because the defense is strong. They're in a must-win situation to make the playoffs. Sure, the Raiders technically are still alive in that playoff hunt, but it's so slim, there's effectively, you know, 0.1 chance they make that. The Raiders team, like you say, the defense is horrific. They should be getting some of those starters back, so it's not going to be as terrible as it was last week. Their offense, you're still not sure whether we're going to be treated to another Marcus Mariota show or if Derek Carr's going to come back. Derek Carr, now he is actually in the end of his guaranteed money for his Mm. contract. So there's a really good chance that Carr might not even be here next year. Marcus Mariota could take over. I think he was signed on a two-year deal. You've got a chance of drafting. There's going to be about five or six rookies in the draft. 
that should be able to come in and play. There's one guy that I actually really like, and he is a wee bit undervalued. He should end up going in the second or third round, which is where Gruden would want to pick a quarterback, and that's Alabama's Mac Jones. I think Jones is a better prospect than what Tua was coming out of college. All right. I like I like him as well. It's surprising that he's a second, third round prospect. I thought he would be like mid first, late first at least. He isn't that athletic, which teams are just gonna shy away from with all the athletes you can get these days. But I don't see that affecting the actual offense. Look at how good the Colts have been and Rivers can't move at all, but it doesn't matter because they have such a good core group. So I think the reason I like the Raiders and the over in this game, not that's necessarily the Raiders, but the Raiders to be involved in an over, they have on over 40 points in every game this year other than the Browns game and that crazy storm. Every other game, 49 to 70 points. So this is a bet on – the Dolphins at all. I'm just taking the Dolphins out of the equation, which is why I can't say I love it and I just really like it because that's not a great bet per se. So I'm going to try to look into the reason why the Dolphins offense would be particularly good. Will be an interesting game, but I think I like this maybe on a tier below that 49ers Cardinals game we were talking about earlier. So Henry Ruggs is likely going to be out for this one again. The Dolphins have had a takeaway in 20 straight games now, which is a nice wee streak for them. And with the Dolphins, their game plan changes week to week. Brian Flores is a fantastic coach. He looks at each individual matchup, finds the mismatch, and just exploits it week after week after week. He's not one of these Anthony Lynn-type coaches who makes the same plays every week. doesn't matter what the defense is doing. He just goes with the flow, and I'll run the ball, and then I'll air it out. And if it's not working, I'll pass to the running back. No, he, he looks at every single matchup and goes, right, this is where we're going to exploit this week. If he actually had a quarterback that could make those throws and be half decent, like his backup, Ryan Fitzpatrick, then he'd be an absolute playoff lock, and they probably already would have clinched by now. It's so ridiculous to put Tua in this early when he's coming off a hip injury. I do not understand in any way why you have to play him his first year. The Dolphins are probably, as you said, a playoff block if Fitz is in that entire time. Fitz is playing some of his best football of his career the last two years, and you're going to bench him for a rookie quarterback just because Justin Herbert had a few hot weeks? I don't understand the rationale. This is part of why I used to be a huge Dolphins fan. They were my team before the Ravens became my team. Their ownership and how they run things is just so backwards that I completely have failed and leaned into other teams. So Marcus Mariota looked good last week. The Dolphins are now got a weaker tape on him. 
They know how Gruden's going to be playing him. Mariota ran for 88 yards on nine carries. Eight of those runs resulted in a first down, which was absolutely huge. So it wasn't just run the quarterback, run the quarterback. It was situational, and they ran him in great spots where they needed to. I think Marcus Mariota still has a place in this league, and I think the Raiders, if they want to run him for the rest of the season, they could get to the point where even if they don't want to go with Mariota next week, they could really bump up some trade value for him. I would do that. Who cares about Carr? You've been messing with Carr's head for a while. So keep Carr on the sidelines, play Mariota. I like the over even more if it's Mariota, to be honest, because that is at least something a little bit different than what Miami's had to go against. It's like a better version of the Patriots and Cam Newton from last week, which would scare me a little bit because they're somewhat prepared. But two different quarterbacks, even though the result in the end is supposed to be the same. Mariota could have really improved the last few years. It was his offense, his passiveness, and his injuries that kept him back. I never thought it was his talent. He was amazing at Oregon. Arm talent, athleticism, not the problem. It was just everything else. Now, Tua last week is the first rookie since 2013 to have beaten the Patriots. Ouch. Yeah. Now, the Dolphins have been heavily disrespected in the betting marketplace all season. This game, you would think if this was this exact same team, but this team was called the Seahawks instead of the Dolphins, this would be minus seven. Same players. This would be minus six and a half to minus seven. Yeah, I'd say six and a half. So that just shows you how... Miami has been disrespected. People don't want to bet on them because of their previous failings over the last few years. And it really shows that there could be some value. I'm one of those people, even though I have the Dolphins minus three right now, who will not put any money on it to actually happen. I just don't like betting on rookie quarterbacks with interesting offensive lines. It's just too much trick or treat. They've really won with their defense instead of their offense, which I always worry about as well when I've been on teams, you know, like the Bears and the Ravens, et cetera, throughout the years. I like to bet on teams spread-wise that can actually move the ball, or you're just in for a bad time. And it seems like a hard Christmas if you're going to put too much on Tua, which is part of why I like the I like the minus and I like the over. Really like the over, but yeah, probably not going to go too hard. I'm going to take my San Fran Arizona winnings and use it the next day. So player props in this one. Hunter Renfro gets a great matchup for the Raiders getting in that slot. Obviously, you've got Byron Jones and you have Xavier Howard on the outside. So Anyone who goes up against Nick Needham in that slot is always going to have the better part of the matchup. Darren Waller is an absolute beast at the moment. If it's Marcus Mariota, Mariota just looked for Waller. That's all he did. He ran the ball and looked for Waller. So if it's Mariota again, get on to some Darren Waller receptions props. That could be absolutely brilliant. 
part of why I like Mariota in this game for the Raiders. I might even go harder Mariota than Carr, which is interesting. Now, for the Dolphins, I like the running back matchup. Need to wait and see who is going to be that lead running back. If Miles Gaskin's going to be in or if it's going to be Ahmed, we should have a bit more information coming up closer to game day. But whoever gets that lead running back role, just take them to the house. This is so interesting because they're both not very good, but doesn't really matter who it is. Just put them in. No, Raiders have up. nothing up front. Well, that does it for another episode of the Bigger Pell Collective. Thank you for listening. We are, of course, brought to you in association with Black Swan Bets. Get on to BlackSwanBets.com to take advantage of their great tips and offers. And, of course, all of our best bets. We hope you enjoyed our content. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our Facebook page so we can continue to bring you more amazing videos. Merry Christmas, everybody.